welcome to Medicare Advantage for Health Plans podcast. Insider insights and perspectives on current trends for health plan professionals. This program is sponsored by UST HealthProof and AdvantageSure. Services and technology solutions for government-sponsored health plans. Today we're talking with Megan Piotrowski for a bonus episode inspired by the recent release of the 2024 Star Ratings. Megan Piotrowski is a Star Ratings and Quality Strategy Manager evaluating market trends and competitive landscape to develop initiative offerings and long-term strategies for the continued maintenance of four-star ratings. Megan has held a variety of regulatory, quality leadership, and consultant roles across the continuum of healthcare. She's led the quality improvement initiatives on behalf of health plans across all lines of business, as well as for health systems, providers, and community and government-based organizations. She holds a Master of Science in Health Informatics from Northwestern University. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here and excited to talk about some of this very interesting news for those of us in the Medicare Advantage space. Yes, there is a lot of chatter in the industry that we are going to talk about today. So as you know, on October 13th, 2023, the 2024 Medicare Advantage and Part D star ratings were published on Medicare Plan Finder. This largely was representing measurement year 2022 data submitted to CMS. CMS publishes Medicare Part C and Medicare Part D star ratings each year to measure the quality of health and drug services received by members enrolled in MA and PDP or Part D plans. This system is intended to provide consumers the opportunity to compare the quality of the Medicare plans available to them prior to their enrollment or re-enrollment. Megan, can you give us some high-level insights on how the industry performed as a result of this release? Absolutely. Okay, so some high-level insights. Approximately 42% of MAPD plans, 229 contracts, received four stars or higher for their overall ratings, which is actually down from 51% just last year. This translates to about 74% of MAPD members that are currently enrolled in contracts that will have four-plus stars in 2024. A total of 31 MAPD contracts earned five stars, which sounds great, but it's actually also down from 57 contracts for 2023 stars. 22% of MA beneficiaries were enrolled in five-star plans in 2023, and it would be down to just 7% in 2024, assuming that same membership. There are also unfortunately now six total contracts with two stars or below. And just for context, last year, there was only one plan that was this low performing. The average MAPD 2024 star rating is 4.04, down from 4.14 in 2023. While these are both four-star ratings overall, this is the lowest raw star average since 2017, and this is now the second year in a row that average star ratings have declined year over year. So some plans might be disappointed with their ratings. More than a third of plans saw a star ratings decline this release over the prior year. 
CMS did take the opportunity to reiterate what we know already and that some plan details do generally influence star ratings. So organizations that are nonprofit frequently earn higher star ratings, established plans, those with 10 or more years being rated on stars are more likely to earn four stars or above. That said, there are some specific attributes about this particular program year that could also explain reasons plans might be seeing changed performance for their 2024 star ratings. Let's talk about changes to star ratings that will impact 2024 performance. You know, what are some details on this program year that may shed light on additional reasons why plans might be seeing changes in performance? Yeah, these past few years have been kind of crazy for those of us responsible for our plan star ratings performance, largely due to the sheer volume of changes, as well as some intense scrutiny from CMS. So let's walk through a couple of those specific changes as applicable to these ratings. One, we saw a couple new measures added to the HEDIS category of stars. One tough measure to influence, the plan all-cause readmissions measure, was respecified and transitioned off of the display page and into the 2024 star ratings as a new measure with a weight of one for its first year. Related, two additional measures were included, the transitions of care with its four submeasures and the follow-up after emergency department visit for people with multiple high-risk chronic conditions. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Those were added also each with a weight of one you can see the clear cost and utilization focus by CMS there with those additions. And these are tough measures. Many of us suffered from some common data availability and accessibility challenges there. More measure changes in HEDIS. The weight for the controlling blood pressure measure was increased from one to three. And this is a tough one because it's an outcomes measure. We need members' blood pressures controlled, not simply measured or screened. And then there was one HEDIS measure removed, one which was pretty established that plans tended to perform well on, the diabetes care kidney disease monitoring measure. Spoiler alert, it is coming back in future years, new and improved and more challenging. And then let's look beyond HEDIS to perhaps the biggest change at the measure or category level of the star readings for 2024 member experience and satisfaction measures were weighted higher than ever before. Measures such as the perceived accessibility and quality of care. A huge number of these operational and survey-based member experience measures were increased from a weight of two to a weight of four in the overall STARS rating. So huge change there. And then finally, I'd be remiss not to mention the big buzzworthy change here huge amount of industry chatter about the newly introduced Tukey outlier deletion methodology, which is used when CMS calculates cut points for all of the non-CAPS measures. Without getting too technical, this is a statistical method which involves removing outlier performance prior to applying mean resampling, in a sense removing extreme outliers from measure scores prior to defining these measure level cut points, which are the ranges, so to speak, that govern measure level star performance, which is only known after all of our data is submitted to CMS, making performance projections really tough. 
And while this change was intended to improve the predictability and stability of the overall star ratings, CMS has acknowledged that they fully expect this method will make it harder for plans to earn and or keep their high star ratings as it's likely that extreme outliers are more common on the lower end of the score distribution, in effect shifting average measure performance higher. And it does appear perhaps that high-performing plans, especially those four and 3.5 performers, were hardest hit by the low-range performance outliers removed via the two-key outlier deletion method. Uh, It's worth noting, too, that there's some industry drama around the introduction of that two-key method with this ratings release due to some CMS final regulatory text codification errors, excuse me, you may hear about Tukeygate, but suffice it to say that plans decreased performance is likely at least partially influenced by this major calculation change. Based on what you're seeing, where do you see the industry headed? What do you anticipate in the years to come? Great question. So looking ahead, for those of us in the star space and at the plan, it is just ever essential to remain nimble as there are continued changes to the star ratings coming that will undoubtedly affect our performance and ultimately how our members see us. And we could honestly fill an entire session on any of these individual changes alone. But in this current measurement year, we know that 2025 star ratings are going to be influenced by a couple of things. The beginnings of the transition of several HEDIS measures to the electronic clinical data systems, ECDS, or that non-hybrid reporting method. And then some continued measure level weight changes too. The plan all-cause readmissions measure increases from a one weight to a triple weight. But I think where we see the biggest anticipated change on the horizon is when we start looking ahead just into measurement year 2024 here and then beyond. So we know the caps and administrative patient experience weights will move back down from four to two, kind of refocusing the overall star ratings back onto HEDIS after a period of intensified member experience focus, after many of us made significant investments to improve the overall perception of the care provided to members. We'll see the return of several revamped measures across a couple different categories of STARS, such as the Kidney Health for Patients with Diabetes measure, which will require our members to receive both a kidney function blood and a kidney damage urine test during the measurement year. We'll see the introduction of web-based CAPS surveying methodologies for our members, And then we've got some continued major calculation and program changes coming. The potential removal of those cut point guardrails, which limit how much those measure cut points can change year over year. Ending the hold harmless protection that a lot of plans rely upon relative to their improvement measure performance. And then the highly anticipated replacement of the current reward factor which provides additional bonus points to high-rated plans with the health equity index and focus on social determinants of health and our overall members' health journeys. So we've got a lot to do yet in the fourth quarter here to influence the 2025 star ratings, and there's a great deal of excitement as well as some challenging hurdles for us to address and solve moving forward. 
never a dull day for those of us in the stars world and just really highlights the importance of an organization's overall stars strategy and the ability to accurately project performance and just the tenacity to achieve stability and continuous improvement in the quality performance journey. Megan, thank you for joining today and providing insights on what's happened and what needs to be done for continued progress in STARS performance. To all our listeners, if you liked this episode, share it on LinkedIn with your colleagues, follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Advanisher can help navigate the STAR ratings program changes and performance requirements by accurately projecting and predicting STARS performance. Plans who work with Advanisher consistently achieve final scores within 1% of projections. Are you ready to level up your stars? Visit Advanisher.com to find out how. This program was brought to you by UST HealthProof and Advantisure. From end-to-end core administrative processing, risk adjustment and quality, to clinical operations, care management and member acquisition, we offer a full suite of services and technology solutions for government-sponsored health plans.